0: Good evening, morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is your boy Roberto, and of course, you know what time it is. It is the Black Can 2.0. Coming live and direct from Kansas City, Missouri, my hometown. Hope everybody had a good day today. It is only Tuesday, or was Tuesday, but we're in home day, so we're almost halfway through the week. So just buckle down, do your job, and we all get out of this alive. Maybe. Well, um,. Unless you've been living beneath a rock or living in a volcano or been hanging out with a bunch of Neanderthals that we (laughs) really like to know, you heard about the whole entire Afghanistan collapse. Ah, yes, what a sight it was. They, uh, have uh, been in an uproar since since Monday, probably even longer than that. That is because, without further ado... The Taliban is back in the picture. And not just hanging out in caves and shooting at the infidel that is America or whatever kind of soldiers there is. They have taken over the entire fucking country. Now, any other day, this would not be actual news. Because we all figured that, you know, the Taliban was pushed back. And our military went over there to train their military to combat the Taliban and any other you know, organization terrorist group there is. And we gave them money, we gave them tools, we gave them computers, we gave them pretty much every damn thing you need to whoop ass. And in the span of a week, it all came down just that fast. Now, people are blaming the president, as we all do. But what you need to do is blame the last two presidents, Biden for you know sticking to his guns, which is his right. He can do that. He's a president. And the last guy who tried to either buy the Taliban off or try to uh, you know do whatever—I don't know. Actually, I don't know what the hell the last guy was doing. To tell you the truth, he was probably just playing Tilly winks for all I know. But this invasion and this takeover reminds me of an incident that happened 46 years ago. Reason why I know is because I was born almost 46 years ago. And that was the fall of Saigon. People running into the embassy of Saigon, American embassy that is, jumping over, you know, buildings and jumping over walls and handing babies over and trying to get to the gates... because the North Vietnamese were coming... vastly. And the people of the... you know, the embassy was evacuating all those that helped... during the Vietnam War... and those that worked in the embassy. Does it sound familiar? It should. Because the exact same damn thing just happened... two days ago. Only thing different... from this and the Vietnam War is that I don't know if we even won this one or not. Now, the people, the government, you know, says that we lost the Vietnam War. Therefore, when the soldiers came back from birth, from, from the war, they were treated like a police shit. And I noticed for I talked to a few Vietnam veterans and I felt extremely bad for them. And my, you know, heart goes out to them all. But the Saigon thing, it happened so fast that the American government couldn't get out fast enough. They were dropping people off on, you know, on aircraft carriers, Vietnamese and you know Americans alike. They were throwing the damn helicopters or Hueys into the damn water, and it was a disaster. It was like a real, really extremely bad disaster. Here we go, flash forward 46 years later. After 20 years of being in Afghanistan, training the troops of Afghanistan to defend themselves and giving them supplies to defend themselves in their country. Give them support, building things, everything else. All wiped out in a matter of a week. Now, the blame game will keep continuing. Everybody will blame the other person for this happening. But the persons or the people that I feel the most bad for is that of the American soldier. They're the ones that on October 7th, 2001, went over to Afghanistan to find the infamous and now dead, Osama bin Laden. We spent the next 20 years in this country spent the last 20 years, our military spent the last 20 years, training these guys to do exactly what the military of the United States has been doing, which is fighting terrorism. They have put money into it. They have put time into it. They have done everything short of having an American base over there, which they did. My brother, God bless him, served in Afghanistan. I got two cousins or one cousin, that served in Iraq. Now, I never served a day in my life, and I wish I could have, but I got to think about being told what to do. Um, Nobody likes to be told what to do, as I always say. But either here or there, all these men and all these women went over there, translators, teaching people how to fight for their own rights to live and to be in peace. And all that got blown away in a week. A whole fucking week, ladies and gentlemen. The Taliban came out of every goddamn murder. It was almost like they got pushed into the hills or the mountains. And they sat there for about 20 years. Saying, okay, we'll regroup. Don't worry about it, guys. We'll just wait until until the Americans clear out and then we'll just take it over. Hell, they did that before they even got out of there. Now... Like I said, the blame game will start. Actually, it's already started. Everybody's asking for Biden's head on the platter. Everybody's saying that he's wrong for putting the troops out of there because he didn't have enough intel and yada, yada, yada. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And while they're blaming each other for this total, total fuck-up, the Afghani people are back to square one. Now, as parts of me, I feel bad for them because they've been suffering of tyrants, they've been suffering with dictators and every damn thing else under the sun. They get their one little chance of being free or to do whatever the hell they want to do, and they give it right back to the people that we were fighting in the first place. No guns by the military of the Afghanistan people was fired at the Taliban. They just said, okay, fuck it, take it. Like it was just like we just got there yesterday. And then, of course, you see the pictures of the Afghans trying to jump on a C-130 that was flying out the, out the airport. People hanging on for dear life, some of them dying from hanging onto the plane. And uh, it kind of reminded me of the helicopter that landed on top of that little stand in Saigon, where they had all these people sitting on the uh, on the steps, ready to get on this, this Huey to go out to sea. Because the North Vietnamese was about to be up in your ass. Now, just to give you a, you know, thought of how these two incidents were so damn similar, it's almost fucking scary. I wrote down some notes here, and I'm going to read them off to you. Now, the first one us are for the, the modern war we were facing here. As I said... The invasion of Afghanistan happened on October 7th, 2001. That was one month after the devastating 9-11, which we all remember where we were. I won't get into that. So, we've been there, the American soldier and military, have been there for 19 years, 10 months, 1 week, and 4 days. In that time, the United States, I'm not counting everybody, the death toll for the United States was 2,420 people. And there was 19,950 wounded. Now, that's a lot of damn people. That's a lot of people that sacrificed their lives and went away from their families and everybody else to pretty much get the door shut in their face while these Taliban come out of the woods. It's pretty crazy. Now, this is from 46 years ago. April 30th, 1975. I was born October 75, so I don't know if I was born before this or after this. It doesn't matter. The Vietnam War started November 1st, 1955. It was over by April 30th, 1975. In that time, 2,709,918 soldiers were sent to Vietnam. Out of those, fifty thousand two hundred eighty-one had died, probably more than that, but who, who, who can say? And over three hundred and three thousand six hundred and forty-four were wounded. Some had arms shot off, some lost their legs, some lost their sight, some were sitting in wheelchairs, the whole damn bowl of wax. And. Just like the Vietnam soldier, the United States Afghanistan soldier was probably watching TV thinking to themselves, what the fuck did we go over there for then? Why in the hell did we go over there and stay for 20 damn years just to see these damn people turn over what they had to the Taliban? They're soldiers that are burnt that were blown up in, in AD, IDEs and ADEs or whatever they call those damn bombs that blow up them damn hummers burnt uh wounded limbs missing blind every damn thing just for them to just turn it right back over to the people that we've been fighting or trying to keep away from there for 20 damn years now I'm not saying that um I agree that you know that we shouldn't have left there, because we should have. We've been there for 20 fucking years. This, this war here has lasted longer than the Vietnam War. <laughs> Can you believe that shit? 20 damn years. And they let it go in a week. Now, I do agree with Joe Biden when I say, when he says, that the Afghan people need to learn how to fight for themselves. I also believe that this war has taken a toll on everybody on this fucking planet that served in it. The war on terrorism was a very long and hard-ass fight. It's still going on. There are people out here right now planning to do something to America and don't give a shit if you care. When 9-11 happened, everybody knows where they were. My brother, <laughs> he actually re-enlisted because of what happened on 9-11. A lot of guys enlisted after 9-11 because they wanted to serve their fucking country. They wanted to go over there and find this, Simen, this Osama bin Laden bastard and put one hole through his fucking head and call it a day. They end up doing that. Took a long damn time. And it took one or two presidents, but it did happen. But you go through all that. You go through all the training. The translators telling these people, Okay, this is how you use this gun. This is how you do this. This is how you track. This is how you find. This is how you do this, do that. All that shit that we did over there for 20 damn years. Just for the Afghani soldiers just to turn over their damn weapons... And run down hills. Run away from their post. And run away from the Taliban period. And the same thing. That every American is asking. Is that why in the hell. Did we go over there in the first damn place. Sound familiar. Yeah it does. Because the same thing. 46 fucking years ago. Happened in Vietnam. Climbing walls. Trying to get to the airport, trying to get to the, to the embassy, paying them, trying to give them kids and everything else. Same shit. 46 fucking years later. Now, I know America has been in a lot of wars. Too many, if you ask me. And in most cases, we kicked a lot of ass. But as I said long ago, America loves a winner. They do. They love winners to death. They will shower them with praise. They will talk about them from years and years from now, and how people died and everything else. They love winners. But if you or HVO ass get caught or get kicked, oh, they love. They don't love that very much, and they will show you every single bit of it. So with this happening in Afghanistan, to watch the Taliban, the Taliban on TV. Sitting in the president's house. Because the president, with his bitch ass, decided to run instead of staying there and being, well, I don't know, a president. He said, fuck this shit, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And just left the country like it was. People scrambling, trying to get over this damn wall to get to the airport. Taliban's up here shooting up shooting bullets in the air to keep them away. None of that shit, shit even but happened. Because they were trained stop that shit and it was just to watch it it's just like wow all this time just for them to flee and you know but some people want to blame the military the military only does what the president tells them to do if Biden did not want them over here anymore then they're going to have to do that because he's the president of the United fucking States their boss but the thing is though ladies and gentlemen Vietnam was the same damn way no one wanted to go over there they drafted people to go over there people didn't want to fucking go they went to jail Maman Ali didn't want to go over there and he lost his title People that did not want to serve their country, they were labeled t- they were labeled cowards. And treachery and all that type of bullshit. All because they didn't want to go over there and get some limbs shot off or see friends die or die in a fucking jungle and nobody knows where the hell you are. They get mad at you for that. They get mad at them for losing from what they say, the government says, and people treated them as in such. So, not to say that that's the same thing is happening in Afghanistan, but damn close. Because not only do the soldiers of this era go over there and fought a twenty-year fucking wait to get these people ready for whatever the hell comes to them next, but instead they just give it away like it's a damn like it's a like a new car on the Price Is Right, a new car, it is a new country. And, of course, the, the Taliban leaders are saying, well, we're going to keep everything the way it is. We're not going to harm people. We're not going to kill women and children and all that type of stuff because they help the Americans and everything. They're saying that shit for the fucking cameras. We all know how the Taliban works. If you don't know how the Taliban works, you haven't been around the last 20 years. That's one of the fucking reasons we went over there is to rid them of the Taliban and Al-Qaeda and other ones that they you know, came up with killing terrorists all over the world, you know, putting them in jail, putting them in Guantanamo, all that shit. All that shit blew up in the American faces by what happened in Afghanistan. Now, um, I don't know exactly what happened in Saigon, and I've read books, I've seen videos, I've seen the Vietnamese trying to buy their way in and stuff like that to get away from the people that were coming which was the North Vietnamese because they knew that as soon as they got into Saigon they were going to start capping people and they did shot a lot of people chopped men's heads off and shit killing little babies and everything you know they just did not give a fuck and just like now then was a disaster too now I am not saying that we ran away like cowards during that time. We stayed there for as long as we fucking could to help out the Vietnamese people. Tell you the truth, I don't even know what the hell that damn war was started over anyway. It doesn't really matter. It was an awful war. It was a terrible war. I feel bad for any man, woman, or child that was in the middle of that shit. And anytime I see a Vietnam vet to this very day... I go out my fucking way to thank them. Because the chaos over there in that jungle should have never fucking happened. Some guys went over there as teenagers and came back, you know, completely destroyed and, and men. They seen the horror up close. And this Afghanistan stuff is the same damn thing. You got soldiers that went over there for months and years and stayed away from their families and didn't see kids grow up, didn't see their wives get pregnant, none of that stuff. Just to come back here to the States, have PTSD, probably seen friends die, you know, kill themselves because they couldn't take the horrors of what the hell's going on here in the world and everything. And to watch that on TV, that would, that would piss me the fuck off. I'd be like, okay... Do you mean to tell me I came over here ducking bullets, wearing helmets everywhere I go, wearing camouflage, driving this big-ass tank of a Humvee and everything else just for this damn, the soldiers, the Afghanian soldiers, to hand over everything they have to the fucking enemy? Seriously? After all this fucking time, it would piss me off. It would make me distraught. I'd be like, what the hell did we go over there for then? Did we go over there and hold her hand? Hey, okay, come on here. Come here, little Afghanistan. Come here. Hold your fucking hand. Why do you walk with the escalator? What the hell is this? It's bullshit. Now, I'm not blaming the Afghans. I'm not. I'm not blaming the United States government. We've been over there for 20 damn years. We damn near made a fucking, made a uh, United States Part 2 over there. And I could understand why the president, President Biden, wanted to get everybody out of there. Because we went through, because George W. start, you know, was in office when the war started. And we have had two other presidents after him. And um, now, this president said that he does not want to leave the same thing that the last two presidents had to deal with. But the thing about it is I don't count the other, the last guy as a president because he ain't shit to me. He wasn't shit before, during, or after. So, that's me. Don't like it. Tough. I don't care. But, um, but yeah, I can see him saying, okay, these guys have served over there long enough. Okay. They have killed every damn terrorist you can fucking possibly think of, including the big baddie, which was Osama bin Laden. And they need to come home. They need to come home with their families. need to come home with their parents or whatever. They missed out on all this shit because he was over there training these people how to defend themselves. It's kind of like a bully in a damn playground. You come to school every day and this bully keeps messing with you and messing with you and messing with you and just fuck with you for no damn reason. So one guy pulls up and says, hey man, I can train you to fight this dude so you can stay off your ass. And you train this guy, you take him to the gym, you throw throw medicine bags at him, make him lift weights curl up ropes whatever to get buff jacked whatever the hell you want to call it only to get fucked up by the same bully that was fucking with him the first time around that's what this shit is it is and it's like why in the hell did i train you for all this shit and you still gonna get bullied by by the bully over here you're bigger than he is why the hell you getting bullied by him you can knock his fucking head off for all you know And that's exactly the equivalent of what the Afghani soldiers and the president of Afghanistan did. Them damn Taliban came into Kabul, and the president was gone already. He was on an airplane, probably a G5 or some shit, going someplace else with money and all types of shit. He's like, fuck this shit. And just left everybody there just fitting for themselves. Taliban came on in, got the guns, got the AKs, got the... Got the Bollywood music going, blah, 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 yeah, yeah, you know, all that type of shit. And just took the whole fucking country over without even shooting a goddamn shot. <laughs> and all because President Biden wanted the soldiers of this country to come home. So they've been laying around for 20 damn years waiting for us to do this shit. And they held, even the people in the Taliban didn't know they would take over this damn fast. So when Vietnam, when the fall of Saigon happened, it was pretty much the same damn thing, only it's not in the desert, it was in Vietnam. And we wasn't running from them per se, we were just trying to get out the country before North North Vietnamese got there. And they were capping the people on the way to the capital of Saigon. Which is why everybody was a big-ass rush to get out of there. Which is why most of the Vietnamese were trying to jump the damn fence to get into the embassy. Which didn't really matter because when the North Vietnamese got there, they came right into the embassy like they owned the goddamn place. And they killed a lot of people. They did. And I know the soldiers of that war probably think the same damn thing that these soldiers think of this war. What the fuck we go over there for? We fought these people. I've seen friends die and every damn thing else. Just to turn around and give it right back to the people that we've been fighting this whole time. A big waste of fucking time. It's a thing that with me, I I, I know a thing about bullying. I've been bullied pretty much my entire life. It's not fun. But even a bully, even a person that's being bullied, has got to fucking stand up for themselves sometimes. They got to. There ain't going to be nobody there to stop this guy besides you or a woman. That's you. So we give you the tools to take care of yourself. And you just want to be a lazy bastard. Oh, God, we need help. We need help. Please just stay around for another 20 years and we'll get ready to go. No, I don't think so. We have served here long enough. We came to get the guy we got got his ass, it's time to roll. It's time for you to put on your big boy pants and grab your AK-47 and fight these motherfuckers. That's what we trained you for. That's why the Afghani people were trained. These men were trained for soldiers and, you know, like Navy SEALs and all that type of shit. Just for them to be rolling down a damn street or down a hill somewhere, running away from the damn people they should be fighting. At least throw a shot at them or something. Damn, they just came through, they, they spread throughout the, the whole entire country like a wildfire. They're worse than the damn fires out west. And it's like, what, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> okay? I'm saying that to them, I'm like, what the hell? And those people hanging off their plane, running down the, down the, the, the runway, trying to hit the ride on this mother, while there's people inside the airplane ready to get the hell up out of here before they get killed. That's the most iconic shit. That will be our Saigon. This will be the generation Saigon. Because if you remember, in Vietnam, there was, like I said, there was a helicopter on this tarmac. There was all these people walking up the stairs. It was crowded as hell trying to get on this one helicopter. It was it, People took pictures of it. It's historic. And now you got Afghanis Hanging off c thirteen thirties, Possibly gonna die before they get up in the air. So they can get the hell up out of there. Same damn thing. Only one century and 46 years apart. So. I, I have. Um, I'll probably get some slack for this. But it has to be said. America sometimes. Need to mind their own damn business. They do. They need to stay out of these fucking countries where they're not going to do anything to change their lives. So why have us come over to change it for you just for you to turn it back over to the people that were fucking with you in the first place? That'd be like me burning a house down and giving it back to the original owner. Here you go, here's the keys. I know it's a little burnt right now, but you no, know, you can get it back together, right? Gotcha. We're gone. <laughs> just stay your ass up out of business like that yeah I know it was started because of terrorism that happened here in this country and I am so glad they got the son of a bitch that was involved in all that but we got him and we did 20 more years of staying over there to make sure that nobody else would do the same thing he just did but if you give you, we gave y'all the tools we gave you all the weapons we gave you the cars we gave you the hummers every damn thing to whoop some ass if something happens like that and you give it to the people whether they shot at you or not you gave these people everything we gave you you have put every single Afghan man woman and child in fucking danger and I'm not talking to the military of the United States. I'm talking to the, to the military of Afghanistan. Y'all fucked up. Y'all dropped a big-ass ball. This was a chance y'all could show. Like, we are not scared of you people. We can kill you. And we do this to, to save our lives and keep our country free. No. You said, here, here, go. here's, here's a gun for you. Sorry. We were just playing around, sorry. No. <laughs> okay? It's not funny, but it is funny. It's like... Why the fuck we give you this gun for it if you don't give them to the damn enemy anyway? So now, not only is Taliban in control of the whole entire fucking country, they have our fucking equipment over there. Army equipment. Stuff they left behind because like, oh, well, they're not going to be using that. Yeah, they are. They are, and they're going to use it as sure as I'm sitting in this damn chair talking to all of you. But Vietnam or the fall aside, gone and this is so damn similar. It's scary how similar it is. And you think that the Americans, the American government would have learned their lesson from that alone. That's been 46 fucking years. Okay. Almost 46 years. And what the hell we learned from that? We've seen all the damn pictures? I know y'all seen the videos of the Time Life documentaries of the Fall of Saigon and seeing them throwing Hueys off of fucking Super Carriers and some falling in the damn water because they ran out of gas and just to get the fuck away from Vietnam. I know y'all seen that shit. Now, you cannot tell me that the shit that's going on in Afghanistan has not gave you some deja vu memories. You can't tell me that. Because it gave me some and I wasn't even I was a fucking infant when it happened when Saigon happened I wasn't even born yet. Probably. I was born October of 75 The war was coming to an end in 75 We hauled ass out of Saigon in 1975 And you cannot tell me you're not watching the TV thinking damn this looks really fucking familiar Yeah, it's the same goddamn playbook same playbook probably same coach just different players, and um, the reason why I talk about this tonight, because uh, the place I work at, has a lot of veterans there, and some of them served in World War II, because they're old enough, and some have served in Vietnam, so uh, I'm, <clears throat> I'm sitting there, and this guy's watching the TV, his head's just shaking, like, hmm, I said, like, yeah, it's pretty bad, and he's like, yeah, it's very bad, he said I I haven't seen shit like this since I left Vietnam. Deja vu. I mean, that's all you can say. It's deja vu. So even though this this war lasted longer than any war to be, that the Americans have ever had, and countless people have died and got wounded trying to save the lives of the other people of Afghanistan they thanked them... by giving the country... right back to the people that we all been fighting for 20 damn years. Thank you so much, America. We're going to give it to these guys over here now. Thank you. <laughs> Why well, you just take the fist and just punch us in the stomach while you're down there? Because that's basically what you're fucking doing. <sighs> now, my heart goes out to those... interpreters that helped us... helped the Americans while we was over there for that long and the people that left their families over there because they were, scared, they were scared of retaliation, not to them but to their families for them doing what they did with the Americans my heart goes out to you, it really does but our government our government, 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 government they think they know what's best to keep the country the way it is, which is free and you know scare free and all that type of stuff But there's more shit going on in this country than anything outside of it. This is probably the biggest thing outside of our country since COVID started. You know, that's saying a lot. But seriously, ladies and gentlemen, this was a clusterfuck. It really was. It still is. Because we don't know what the hell the Taliban is going to do now. They got the whole fucking country at their fingertips. Okay? And... They have the wills and the means to do whatever the fuck they want to do now, because the Afghanian president, which I hope he's swear that I hope he's having a really bad sleeping right now. I hope that fucking dude has nightmares from now on, because you just showed your true fucking colors by abandoning the people that you're supposed to be serving. You are, sir, an asshole. Point blank, no preservatives. You're a fucking asshole. You are the equivalent of a Benedict Arnold. You left your people high and dry and ready to fry just to save your own ass. And your little problem you saying, Well, I did it to keep you from not the bloodshed. Who blood was gonna start that you think that your day damn what it was gonna come out of your ass? So what did you do instead of being defiant and saying, No, we're gonna stand up to these people? No, you touched the first fucking thing flying out of fucking Afghanistan and left the people there. Real presidency. You sound like another guy I know that used to be a president here, but that's another story. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm hurt by this. And I say that because I had friends, I've had family that fought in this war, had fought for the terror, fought terrorism and everything else. This is the ultimate kick in the fucking balls. This is like steel-toed boots straight to the damn scrotum of every fucking American soldier, woman soldier, everybody that served in that damn desert. It's just like, it was like a really bad dream that we all just woke up from and the Taliban is still in control. That's what it is, it seemed like to me. And the people of Vietnam and Saigon fell felt the same damn way that they had to. Like, we should be leaving, but we got to, because the president said so. And we pulled the same shit there that we pulled in Afghanistan. We stayed in Vietnam for 10 years, or you know, well, let me see, it's 55, 65, uh, about 20 years, whatever. And we did the same thing in Afghanistan. And we did it all for fucking nothing. So, this is why I don't do politics. This is why I don't do government. Because even though the government's saying, oh, we're doing this for you, we're doing this for you, oh, we're doing this for your country and your service and everything. No, no you're not. You're doing it so you can come over there, clean up everything, and then leave. Or scare it off or whatever else you want to call it. Because this shit right here should have never fucking happened. And you can blame Biden you can blame the gingerbread man I don't give a damn who you blame but the fact of the matter is we had 20 fucking years to train these people to take care of themselves and they pretty much looked at us and said fuck you we're not doing what you're saying and gave the whole damn country back to, that, to the Taliban not just some of the country not parts of the country the entire fucking country belongs to the Taliban that's a scary goddamn thought you can't piss on a goddamn piece of cotton without a Taliban soldier way to shoot your damn ass off. That's how bad it is. That they got checkpoints at the damn at the at the you know, airport, letting only foreigners go. Which I'm glad they're doing that because it could be it could switch into a damn you know Iraq um, <sighs> Iran Contra hostage situation. And we don't need that. This country in this world does not need that right now. It really doesn't. We got it bad enough. But this is you know collapse at its, at its finest because no one seen it or no one even thought it would ever happen this fast and shit. thought so it take a couple years, maybe even 20, but in a week, it's like it was like a fucking like a really bad Resident Evil movie or some shit. everything just turned red on the damn on the map and the people of Vietnam know exactly how that feels you've been living under the sheet of American soldiers walking around taking out the North Vietnamese and one day they decide to invade North you know, South Korea, Vietnam and everybody starts scrambling the government of the United States is like no we're not staying here the war is over and we put our tail between our fucking legs and we left and I'm not calling the soldiers of that war cowards. I'm not. But, again, your boss, the president, says y'all got to go. So you go. Same thing in Afghanistan. But my heart goes out to the Afghani people. I hope things do stay somewhat similar to what it was before I, you know the Taliban took over again. To the American soldiers that served in that war for the 20 years that you was over there, you have my deepest fucking sorrow. Because I know that this is going this is hurting you. I know it is. Because you sacrificed all the shit that you could have been doing to help these people just for them to turn around and give it back to the enemy. And no sort of thank you for your service or sorry for losing your, your your friends and everything else is going to fucking change that. So, the only thing we can do now, since this happened, is to stay out of other people's fucking business. Maybe this will be the hint. Because... If you cannot keep people from from not giving over a country after 20 damn years of us of us of the United States military being there, there is no hope for anybody over there then, because the same element that you they've been fighting is now in control of the whole fucking country. That's the biggest fucking slap in the face if I have ever seen one. But some of you will blame President Biden. Some of you are, have blamed President Biden. Hell, you blamed President Biden before he even became president. And he'll go on, well, that damn bastard, let those let the soldiers come home and everything. You're supposed to be fucking happy about that. Your son, your daughter, your nephew, your niece, whatever, is coming home from a war that they could have died in. But the President of the United States says, no, there's enough bloodshed going on, and we did enough, it's time to come home. But when the Afghanistan... when the Taliban took over Afghanistan... you blame the president. You should let them over there. Why? You've been telling me to bring them home. They're home. If the Afghan people do not want to take care of their damn selves... then there's not much we can do about it. If the military over there was probably part of the damn al-Qaeda... or kind of Taliban anyway... probably. Who knows? No one fucking knows. But either way, ladies and gentlemen that is my word for tonight or this morning or wherever the hell it is so with that being said this is your boy Roberto for the Black Hand 2.0 join me this week when I talk about something you may or may not like and I will see you guys down the road again to the military men and women that served this country during the most terriblest time in our history I salute you all And I am very sorry that this incident tarnished every fucking thing you guys did over there. I'm not talking about the government. Fuck them. I'm not talking about the president. Sorry to say, fuck him too. Fuck any other president that was there while this war was going on. Because in the end, it's the people like myself and yours, your family, that went over there and did their fucking job. So today and yesterday and a week before that, this is a very, very big blow to their to their ego. It, it, it makes you feel like you did not do a damn thing over there. You feel worthless. You can't tell me you don't. Because I would feel that same way if I was you, too. But I guess we're now just have to wait and see what the Taliban will do now that they have the country. Hopefully, something good and not, you know, some infidel bomb or some shit. Because God knows we got enough of that with COVID running around. So, it is what it is. But you guys have a nice morning. Enjoy your hump day. And I'll see you guys down the road. Peace.